Sometimes we need a little inspiration, and Real Things Living podcast does just that. Real Things Living has a focus on resilience and connection with others. Those connections lead to ideas, to solutions, and to better overall health. This podcast is brought to you by Gemini Media. Gemini Media delivers the best solutions for business communications through collaborative relationships. Hi, y'all. It's Bridget Cutshaw with Real Things Living. Today, my guest is Joel Cohen. He lives in Wisconsin, and I'm saying Wisconsin funny because I did live up in Appleton uh, back in the day when I went to college. Can you say hi, Joel? Hi, everyone. How's it going? Hope you're having a fantastic day. And uh, yeah, I love the virtual background here and uh, obviously enjoying Wisconsin. So, Oh, yeah. How was the, yo, I'm just blabbing here, but how was the weather up there compared to, you hear all the news about what's happening in the Southeast? Uh, it's been an actually beautiful summer here in Wisconsin. I uh, can't can't complain. I know winter's around the corner for anybody who lives in the northern state. So <laughs> taking advantage of the sunshine for sure. Well, that's good. Um, for the listeners, I, Joel and I connected on LinkedIn. I think we had some other people in, in connected with us. But I like Joel's positivity. He's trying to make people feel better about themselves in the situation. Can you like... It's like a little background of why you started doing this, Joel. I think it's really kind of cool. He and I talked previously before, just to connect. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I can start in a variety of ways. Do you want me to talk about the topic of my background or do you want to talk about positivity? Let's start with um, positivity. <laughs> so positivity, I, I really felt... Uh, happened a couple of years ago. And honestly, they you've heard the saying, readers are leaders, right? Uh, so I don't know why I challenge myself, but a lot of us all have New Year's goals. So my New Year's goal for January 1st, 2019 was to read 24 books in 2019. And to give you a background or perspective, I had read 15 books the previous 15 years. Wow. And like any goal... To get, like any goal in life, you got to break it down into bite-sized pieces. And I figured, you know, the average book is probably two to 300 pages. If I want to read two books a month, well, then I'm going to need to read 10 to 20 pages per day. And once I started reading, that's exactly where the positivity came from, because I will reference a book here uh, called The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. If you have not read that, I highly suggest it. Uh, and it talks about a morning routine. And once I started realizing, you know, you can plan your day or your day can plan you and really taking advantage of my mornings and my morning routine, that's where my positivity started from. Then I became actually obsessed uh, with motivational videos and YouTube videos, motivational speakers and all that. And that came from reading, that came from bettering myself. Uh, and then it became a habit. And then it became a mindset almost so where I feel like out of balance if I don't have that structured into my every day. Uh, so positivity started from a goal, then it started from reading, then it went to uh, motivational videos, and now it's been just been incorporated into everything that I do every single day. I love that. And 
how do you, did you choose the books that you're going to read? Were they um, referred to you or you just found them by accident? I'm just curious because I love books too. Yeah, I, I started, there was a list. So I, I used social media at first and I said, hey, look, I'm working on bettering myself. Does anybody have some self-help books or recommendations or whatever? And then once you get the initial list, uh, it's surprising that you'll find a lot of the books will correlate to another book or they'll reference another book or they'll write a segue for a book. And then once you start talking about the books and how passionate you are, you'd be surprised how quickly books get added to your list very, very, very quickly. And almost so where you find yourself like geeking out, whether it be in a bookstore or a virtual bookstore, because you know exactly what book you want to read next. Well, guys, now you know why I connected with Joel, because we're both love books, we're both book nerds. <laughs> um, that, but that's a good thing, right? And like you said, you yeah. learn from that, what you're reading, and then you try to apply it in real life. And then it's just like a domino effect. And I think it's, it's so cool. And what you, you mentioned, the Morning Miracle book, I have become good friends with Honoré Quarter, and she helped Hal Elrod with this book. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> Um, what a small right I'm gonna head, I'm gonna make sure she listens to this um so this is really cool what, what you're doing and so why did you want to bring more um I guess uh structure to your life a little bit and positivity did something go on prior to this that uh, you felt lost or something or a lot of people get that way I shouldn't say lost but like a purpose trying to find a purpose yeah it you hit the nail on the head at the very end is the purpose, right? And sometimes they always say like, you take a step backwards to take a step forward. Uh, and for anybody who doesn't know me or my story, uh, I had six figures in student loan debt and it was impacting every situation, every aspect of my life. And it's a matter of how do you turn the negative upside down or how do you do it or how do you take motion to go forward? And that's kind of where I started. And I started with the passion to basically try to get rid of debt as be best I could, right? And I started taking massive action. Well, when you take massive action, you start to feel positive about yourself. You start to have a better belief. You start to believe that you can do more. And they always say, surround yourself with five to seven people and you're gonna be like them. Well, here's the thing for anybody listening. Let's just say you don't have five to seven people who motivate you or you talk to on a daily basis. Guess what I did? I turned to YouTube. I started finding motivational speakers and they became my five to seven people. And whether I saw them on a daily basis, they saw me and they might probably to this day don't know who I am or how they benefited me. And maybe this video will benefit you, but just understand that after every storm cloud, there's a rainbow, right? And it's a matter of what are you going for in life and not to always stay in the, the short-sighted focus, but really look out in the long term, right? In the next five years, 10 years, a question I always like to ask people is, where do you see yourself in one, three, five years? You know, and if you have a plan, if you have a vision, if you have a purpose, you know, you're going to get there. And I think a lot of people can realize that a lot of times you got this plan or focus and guess what happens? You have an obstacle. You have something that gets in your way. And guess what? If you don't have that plan, vision or focus or laser focus, you're gonna be stopped by that obstacle. And you're gonna wonder, why did I stop my New Year's goal from working out? Or why did I stop my New Year's goal from reading books? 
Or why did I stop my New Year's goal from work from waking up earlier? Why did I stop my New Year's goal from financially getting to where I need to be? It's because you're not disciplined and you don't have that attention or big time focus. And, and really, that is what drove me is basically my why to get out of debt. And, and along this, I learned that process. I learned that journey, whether it be through talking to people, reading books, listening to Audible, listening to stuff on YouTube or surrounding myself with people, but really it comes down to vision. So there you have it. I like that. that was, that's a really good uh, summary. And um, you're, you're a great example. Um, a lot of people are, have a lot of student debt these days. And, um, and I think that you found a way to get out of it. You didn't feel sorry for yourself, right? But you knew you had to get out of it. Um, so did a lot of the topics I've been talking about um, this year have been like related to COVID, right? How did that, that made me like, like, whoa, pause too. Everybody had to pause, but did you, what was your takeaway? What did you learn from COVID? Did it accelerate your reading maybe or? Uh, yeah, it really came down to discipline. And at my word that I felt like I used in 2020 uh, was pivot, right? So uh, back before uh, this uh, pandemic happened, I was a store manager and basically through my perseverance and all that, I was able to leave my current uh, store manager job within 11 months for what I'm able to do today. And I'm like, awesome. I can finally go meet people in person because I had built my whole business on social media. And then we had something called a pandemic. And I guess people just didn't want to see me face to face anymore. Right. And we got all locked up and you're like, Joel, now what are you going to do? And I took the social media in particular one platform and I, and I strive to build on there. But here's the thing. That platform went to junk. My organic reach, my algorithm, my reach out, just it, it went bad. And I don't need to name names here. But basically with the platform, it became very political. And it became one side versus the other side and all that. And just not a friendly environment. So then I had to look to different social media platforms. And I had to pivot. I had to be comfortable being uncomfortable. And I had to go through a tough decision because I had spent years building on that platform and obviously I had to pivot. I couldn't build in person, but I wanted to continue to move forward and provide for my family and get rid of that debt. So obviously I shifted to a different platform and really there's nothing wrong with pivoting. If your success track does not go up in a straight line, that's fine. Because a lot of times it's those zigzags, those pivots those audibles, which are going to make you stronger for when you get to your end goal. And the biggest thing I also realized during uh, the pandemic for what we would say is one, having a vision of where you're going to be when we come out of this and the discipline and the focus and, and to understand that audibles are going to happen. And, and how do you handle them? It's, you know, life is not about what happens to you. It's about how you choose to respond and how you choose to act. And if you very clear or have clarity on your vision, again, these obstacles like a pandemic shouldn't stop you from moving forward. Right. And you definitely have a perfect fit for this podcast, which is about resilience and adapting because you, you have to do that in life. And, and uh, I love your, your perspective. And like my issue, what I learned in the past was I had been slapped, I call it slapped in the face a couple of times with cancer, right? And you're like, 
you know, and I, my goal was to uh, get through it, to be there for my boys and my husband, my family. And, but you, but I had to have people help me surround me to, uh, what's the word? Um, inspire me. You know what I'm saying? You need to, you need that support and we all have good days and bad days. And I think your authenticity helps. And I think that's what makes you stand out. You're not faking it. <laughs> Is that the right word? <laughs> Back in the day that, you know, they say fake it till you make it. And, and, and I never really liked that, that phrase. I'm sure you've heard of that phrase. Um, you do have to start out, but then it, you're, it's focused on your, your skill set. And obviously your skill set is connecting with other people and, and lifting them up. So you had mentioned, like, we didn't get into the specifics, but your business, you had to go more online and you pivoted to a different platform. What is your, are you a coach? What is your exact business that you do? Well, the irony is I started building on social media before I was with my current business, right? And I was building on social media because I just found a genuine need for helping people. And I realized that I have a background uh, in improvisational theater. I enjoy live videos. I enjoy helping people. And I realized that I also have an MBA in brand marketing and, and corporate finance that I had an ability to help people on how to brand themselves on social media. And the irony is, if you asked me a decade ago when I graduated with my MBA, if I'd be helping people on the social media platforms, when at the time we only had MySpace. Right. And, and actually, if, you, if I tell people that the company that I worked for and back in the day competed with Amway, I'd probably be laughing. I, like, I, no way could you expect that. Just like you mentioned cancer, probably a decade before you had cancer, I bet you would have never thought that you'd go through this at that time and life's going to throw you curveballs, right? And it's a matter of running with the punches. Um, so that's kind of a, a quick nutshell. If you'd like me to give a brief synopsis of my current company, I'm happy to do so. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I would like that. I would like to learn more too. What it is, people are listening and, and if they don't need your service, they can refer you know, listen and refer you to somebody else. Does that make sense? Yeah, and, and I'll do respect. Uh, I'll tell you what I do. So uh, a while back is um, I had basically helped this guy with coaching and social media and branding and all that. And uh, for when he joined the current company where I'm at, and, and for six months, uh, this guy was basically in my inbox asking me to join him in business, join him in business, join him in business. And I'm like, hey, look, like you just have some weird looking bottles like I'm all set. And I blew them off. Why? Because I had a social media coaching group that I was helping people. I had a store manager job. I had two boys under the age of two and I had a happy wife, happy life. I just had no time to look at this current company. So I blew them off for six months, six months. And I finally watched the overview. And what the overview told me is that the toxins in your home are equivalent to smoking a pack of cigarettes a day. Right. And that struck a real chord for me because my grandfather died of lung cancer. I've got a form of asthma. And it came from the products in her home, such as Tide and Bleach and Lysol and Dawn Dish Soap and Crest and Perp Plus, all these products that we used every day and we just had no idea. And I'm like, wow, I need to go toxin-free, not only for myself, but for my family. We need to have better products in our homes. And I was just completely ignorant of it. And then I asked him the million dollar question. How much money did you make in your first year with this company? And he tells me $300,000. Wow. Almost fell backwards. I'm trying to pay off student loan debt. 
I blew him off for six months. He basically was in my inbox every single day. And the product and the opportunity were underneath my nose because I had a blind eye to it. So I started building with them. And then the very next day, it took me 11 months to walk away from my store manager job. And as you heard earlier, I went to start building in person and that rejected me. So because of the pandemic and I had to pivot, I went back to where I grew my following. And then that had obviously turned upside down. So then I had to pivot again and I went to a different social media platform, but I had perseverance. I had grit. I had a vision. I had a why. And, and the irony is this, if I don't pivot to that new platform, we don't connect. We don't have this podcast. We're not on this video. We're not on this live stream. And a lot of times, when you pivot, life can actually be better than it was on the other side. Your life can actually be better because now I get to help educate people. I get to help people with their social media or their branding. I get to help educate them on toxins in their home. I get to help families earn an extra paycheck uh, from their home and from their convenience and the nooks and crannies of their day. And that's kind of what I do. So I love just helping people. And obviously, if you want to know more about it, I'm going to leave the company name off for other purposes. But feel free to let me know. I just help people go toxin-free just like what we did. And right, what you're, as you were talking, it made me think of like the toxins. They, everybody says cancer is genetic, but it's really not. It is. Your environment usually and your lifestyle can make can activate something. And um from my background, they believe because I uh, was exposed to like radiation as a child, but I was a military brat. I was around military bases. People don't realize all that, you know, back in the day, um, my father was in Vietnam and he, he died from like Asian orange exposure later, not, not right away, but I could have, you know, he could have exposed us to it. That makes sense. And um, so it's amazing how that gets in there. And I'm always all about like with, even though COVID is here, I think if you focus on your lifestyle, that might help a little bit too. Keeping yourself, that makes sense, healthier, that will help. I'm not saying you're going to prevent getting sick, but it helps your body heal and or boost your immune system. And another thing I've thought about talking about all these changes, change management. Is probably really important these days. There's people who are specializing in that. It sounds like you're kind of um, touching on that as well. Helping people make pivots in their life and change. Change management is important because a lot of people don't want to change because of the fear or they don't understand. And everybody has a different reason uh, and the you know background of why they can or can't do something. So it sounds like you're helping them figure it out, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this is really cool what you're doing. And you'd mentioned you had um, two young sons, and so they're obviously not in school yet. They're, how old are they now? Three, four? Uh, they're five and six now. So time, time passes, yeah. Right. They both recently had some birthdays. So it's kind of crazy how quick time flies, and before you blink, uh, it just flies. It really does. That's amazing. And I, and I think about the future too, for the kids, we want to make sure it's good for, you know, the environment is good as we can make it for them. And I, and I really like um, the fact that you found that books helped you find a way, right? Get it, get your way out of it. And yeah. it's so important. And I really think I'm just saying this just because my background is in 
planning and publishing, you should consider doing a book um, because of what you've learned. And as you know, you should use some different stories. I don't know if your if your clients would be open to that, but why not, right? Or at least on your personal story, I think it's this really a great perspective. And one thing I was writing notes as you're talking is you look at the long term, right? I think that is important. A lot of people make short term decisions. I'm guilty of that in the past. <laughs> I think we all do that. And I just think what you're doing is very helpful. And I, I just still find it so cool. I think you had reached out to me on LinkedIn. I'm not sure how we connected, but um, I think what made me say yes is I saw that you're from Wisconsin. <laughs> um, and my husband grew up there. He grew up by um, Green Bay. And by the way, people who aren't looking at the video, the audio version, what is the lake behind you? What is that? Which lake is that? Oh, for well, like the company or how to dig up on more information? Your your uh no your 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 picture there. You got the lake the the uh, view behind you. Is that a lake? Oh, the lake. Oh yeah, this is uh the chain of lakes here, about forty five minutes from where I live, uh in Wisconsin. Absolutely beautiful during the summer. This picture was just taken from my iPhone, uh on the boat. So it That's just cool. gives me serenity or peace in mind of remembering uh the beautiful state that I live in. Right, it is a very beautiful state, and um, I like the, again, the openness that you're sharing, and like, by the way, people who don't see my, my background, it looks like I'm outside, but because it's about real things living, and real things is, to me, I think you should fit in your lifestyle what's important to you, and I love being outside in nature, and that's another thing we have in common, books and nature, and that always, when I'm feeling blah, I go outside, so I'm a, assuming you do the same thing, right? Absolutely. It's so, Absolutely. It's so calming. And I, I uh, always say that, I'm not sure where the term came from, but I always say nature's therapy. It is. And that's um, really important. So Joel, where can people learn more about you? Where can they connect with you? I know you're on LinkedIn. Is there any other place they can find you? I mean, obviously, I'm on Facebook. I can provide my email, but really, that's just the best way to get a hold of me through LinkedIn or that. And obviously, I know I talked about toxins, and and the world really is about the more people you help in life, the better your life becomes. So, um, if anything I said earlier today, whether it be through perseverance or reading books or grit or going toxin-free or earning an extra paycheck, whatever it may be. Um, let's connect. Let's have a chat. Let's have a cup of coffee. You know, I'm here to help you. Um, and that's what it's all about, right? So I have a Zoom call like this, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. We could do that too. That's cool. Well, for those that are listening, in the summary of this episode, I'll have uh, Joel's links in there or his specific to his LinkedIn page and Facebook. Joel, I really appreciate your time. And I think it's unexpectedly you mentioned how Elrod book, Morning America. I think it's so cool. Thanks again for your time. Oh, oh, thank you. And anybody got value out of this, you know, we appreciate you. Thank you for taking the time to make it to the very end. Uh, and though we haven't met in person, I greatly appreciate it. And uh, if you find value in this or want to let anybody else know about it, feel free to do so. And thank you from the bottom of my heart for taking your time today to listen in or watch. This is so cool. Have a great day, everybody.
I appreciate your time and I thank you for listening. Please subscribe to the podcast or leave a comment. Now go have a great day. Thank you.